FNS is sponsored by The Boast Application. Restaurant recommendations from people you know and trust. Love it, boast it. Available for download in the App Store. Search B-O-Z-T. FNS is recorded at Black Box Studio and produced by Leo Esposito, Gene Esposito, and Justin Davies. You can contact us at Leo J. Esposito, at Gene S. Burrito, and at underscore Daybees. That's underscore D-A-Y-B-E-E-Z. Are we live? We're good? Let's go. You are now listening to the Father and Sons Fantasy Football Review Podcast, starring your host, Leo Esposito, Gene Esposito, and Justin Davies. Season 2, Episode 10 of our show, FNS. 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 Week 9. <laughs> it's fine. <week laughs> there was Week 9. Why are you making fun of me for? <laughs> well, because you, you came here and you're like, Season 2, Week 10. And then you're like, know, Week 9. Week 9. Oh, okay. Nine. okay, okay. It just sounded good. All right, cool. <laughs> Hey, I'm with it. Jumping right in. Whatever gets us to Australia. <laughs> Street tacos are on the line. Most impressive teams. Were there any? This was an off week. <laughs> Just um, is like, there were none. There were none. I mean, <laughs> I was I was impressed by the Cardinals going out and getting the win with a backup quarterback, but mm. like it was just such a weird week. Like I wasn't overly impressed with anyone, if I'm being totally honest. What? Uh, who did the Cardinals play? Um, der, der. Cards der. played the uh, der, der. the uh, somebodies. Mm. Yeah, and the, the somebodies put team. up a decent fight. But the Cardinals still pulled out the victory. Yeah, without Kyler and without Edmonds. Um, I mean, the Browns did look really good against the Bengals. That's true. Um. Really surprised the Broncos beat the Cowboys, especially yeah. with it being a big lead yeah, early. That's a, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that... Um, but the Cards, who the Cards play? Cardinals played the 49ers. Mm. Um, I guess if anyone played very well, it honestly was probably the Titans. Like um, For yeah. them to go into L.A. and beat the Rams the way they did, like yeah. Stafford had two early picks. Uh, the Titans just looked dialed in. Uh, you know, five weeks ago, this Titans team, yeah, they were banged up. They, they didn't have uh, a couple of their key guys on offense, but that Titans team lost to the Jets. And, yeah, the Jets aren't the worst team ever. They, they beat the Bengals as well. But, um, you know, I, I'm impressed. Um, but they won without Henry. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, they went out there and looked very sharp for not having Henry. Uh, yeah, a big part of it was the defense just playing amazing. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons, three sacks in the first half. Uh, just overall uh, fantastic first. I know. I mentioned this to Gene earlier. Breaking news on Fox 4, which is redonkulous. We'll touch on that in a little bit. It's not, it's not even worth bringing up. <laughs> I don't disagree, but it keeps coming up. Yeah, people are dumb. I agree. Okay, so we had a handful of impressive teams. Um, 
which teams will say did not impress. Bills. Ah, the Bills <laughs> did have a yucky, yucky Sunday. Yeah, that cost me uh, one of my fantasy matchups. Josh Allen just playing absolutely terrible. Um, you know, that's a matchup where you see it on paper going into the week, uh, playing a bad uh, Jaguars team, even in yeah. Jacksonville. Uh, people were saying Allen's one of the top three plays of the week at quarterback for fantasy, and he goes out and lays an absolute dud. Well, um, what were the points just, that he scored? Do we know? He scored in my league um, with standard QB scoring. He didn't even hit 10 points. Wow. Um, yeah, if he'd literally just gotten like 11 points, I win my matchup. So that hurt for sure. Um, Should we just move right to fumble of the week? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I would say for uh, disappointment team. Team-wise, uh, it's got to be the Bills. But uh, if I were to pinpoint a second, uh, you know, the Panthers continue to just look rough with Darnold. And, um, you know, that's not even so much on their guys. Darnold just looks flat-out terrible. And did the Finns uh, play this past weekend? Or? The Finns played and beat a very bad Houston team. Gotcha. But, they but uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, you definitely don't expect, even with a uh, backup quarterback or whatever, you definitely don't expect the Saints to go out there and lose to the Falcons. But who knows? Without Jameis, they might just quickly fall apart. So, um, you what? know. Oh, I would yeah. also toss in Dallas. They were yeah. getting yeah. destroyed yeah. for the most part of that right. game. And then, That's a good point. Yep. Uh, they're, what, Amari Cooper didn't do much. CeeDee Lamb didn't do much, so... But what any, Zeke any, the thing I'll say on what happened with the Cowboys this past weekend? I think Dak just looked flat out awful yeah. until the end when it didn't matter. Garbage. Uh, yeah, he just did well in garbage time. Uh, I mean, he was missing wide open guys. Uh, there was one where Lamb probably would have walked into the end zone. Uh, he just so he had an missed, off week. Yeah, uh, worst week <laughs> I potentially seen from him in years. Uh, the dude just looked so off for sure. He might have slept in a different bed. But this is that red stripe on that helmet they had. <laughs> yeah, that that stripe on what the was helmet was weird and uh, veterans. I don't know. This was. Veterans or some gotcha. some type of oh yeah. I got you. Okay. honoring right. I'm with I'm America's with team you know right right, right right so okay cool so so just out of curiosity what is the record the overall record wins losses for the 49ers do we I'm curious because if you remember early on in the Two season we were talking about teams that we thought were not only. Playoff worthy, Playoffs. but possible. They Super are three Bowl. and five. Jeez, that's hard. I mean, you got to remember they wanted to start Jimmy G this entire year, and he was injured for part of the year. So, for all we know, they're going to finish the year strong. But uh, if there was ever a time to do so, it was going to be getting a win against a Cardinals team without their starting quarterback. Um, so, it definitely doesn't seem like a great pick at this point. Uh, yeah, I went with the Packers, and if they sign OBJ, I'm going to feel very good about that pick. I feel very good about it in general, but uh, that team always has kind of lacked a true wide receiver too, and I do think OBJ could look pretty great uh, alongside Adams and you know the other pieces they have on that offense, but uh, he's supposedly interested in the Chiefs and a few other teams. Uh it was originally reported that if he cleared waivers, he was just going to sign with the Packers. But um, I guess he ended up creating a top four t- of teams to talk to, and the Chiefs are one of them. 
So I let, just go, uh, ahead, go, go. No, I was gonna say I just got an update that he's in talks with. Uh, not in talks with. New England has been in touch with wide receivers camp after becoming a free agent. So OBJ's talking to the Patriots right now. Yeah, so know. it's the Saints, yeah. Packers, Patriots, and Chiefs Please. that are all interested yeah. in wow. talking to his uh, camp currently. Yep. Okay, you mentioned the pack a few moments ago, and I wanted to shift to that. So, which is tied to obviously overall impressions of the Chiefs play in Week Nine. But let's start with the pack. So. Obviously, their offense wasn't firing on all eight cylinders with Rodgers not participating, but the defense seemed pretty legit. So thoughts of the pack overall, but, you know, thoughts about their defense and what does that mean? What is the outcome of the game if if Rodgers is there, right? I think, well, you know, last week when we talked about this, we all kind of agreed that if they had Rodgers, the Packers were going to win this game. And since they weren't going to have him, the Chiefs would win a close one. And that's exactly what happened. Low scoring game, 7 to 13. You know, both defenses did their part for the most part. Um, But, you know, the offenses just did not look that great overall. Um, Pat still kind of continues to struggle with some of that downfield passing. I mean, it doesn't help that Kelsey's playing through injury. Uh, you know, he uh, uh, really is forcing Tyreek to just be the Chiefs' only real threat on offense right now, uh, especially with Clyde being out still. But, uh, you know, I, I think teams are just kind of playing different schemes than on defense the last couple years on this Chiefs team, knowing – um, it really is just at least for the time, I guess this has been an issue all year. Um, but it really is just like you hone in on Kelsey and Tyreek and this offense just very quickly falls apart. Okay. So I wanted to mention or ask about that, but I want, I want Justin to jump into about green Bay. So we'll get back to my question in a minute, but I want to ask about, you mentioned Tyreek, you mentioned Kelsey it seems like even though while Tyreek isn't getting the same level of whatever you want to call it, whether it's touches, yards, catches, at least he's getting some. But Kelsey is getting like one or two almost, right? It just seems crazy uh, that, you know, the tide has turned so much. Um, So I'm curious what's going on there and if you guys have an opinion about that. But, Justin, your thoughts with Green Bay. Rodgers plays, they win or lose against the Chiefs on Sunday? I think the defense did play better. They did well. They they got pressure. Uh, they, they matched up with the receivers well. Um, I think Rodgers finds a way to win that game. Yeah. As you can see, the offense stalled out after one or two drives, and they almost end up scoring 13 points. Mm-hmm. You can't tell them you're holding – Aaron Rodgers out of the end zone right. the whole game. Yeah. And I don't think I, I don't think it's even a close game. I think it probably ended up scoring three or four times with Rodgers. There are some throws that Love missed, um, some throws he just didn't even throw at all where they had receivers running down the field open. So, yeah. Got it. Chiefs don't win that game if Rodgers is Yeah. Playing. It's easy to be like, oh, this defense looks improved, like they're getting it together. But you got to remember some of the quarterbacks they played, like Daniel Jones, who just flat out is not very good. Um, and the Giants aren't even at full strength offensively with their guys available for Jones to throw to and, you know, hand the ball off to. Um, and then 
uh, you know, with the Packers. It's basically Adams and essentially no one else other than their running backs uh, on that offense with Tunyon going down for the year. Um, so, it, I mean, it makes so much sense for OBJ to go there, and I just don't see it being any other team. But, uh, you know, if, if uh, the Patriots are serious about him, he might just want an opportunity at being a team's wide receiver one because uh, we know he's not getting that with the Packers. And he's not getting it with the Chiefs either, with, um, you know, with Tyreek and Kelsey out there. So um, the Saints make sense. He would almost certainly be their wide receiver one if he's got, uh, you know, a decent bit left to offer. And then in, in um, New England, you know, there are guys like uh, Jacoby Myers who aren't too bad. Uh, I like him a bit. But I don't know that he could be considered the most consistent receiver week over week. Uh, and Mac, with a rookie QB, Mac Jones, you know, playing QB there. Uh, I, I just don't really see the upside for OBJ to want to go there. So um, I really think it comes down to um, the Chiefs or the uh, the Chiefs, Saints, or Packers. But we'll see. Okay, so with that said, who do the Chiefs play this coming? Raider week. Oh, that's right. I forgot. And is that game in Las Vegas or is that game in uh, KC? I think it's in LA. Is that? I think so too. It's got to be, yeah, because okay. we the last couple games have been here in Arrowhead. Predictions on the outcome: Chiefs, Raiders. Justin, I don't see myself picking the Raiders ever. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how bad Mahomes is and the offense it. ain't scoring. I will never ever. Pick Raiders over the Chiefs. Sorry. Got it. Gina. I'm biased. Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. I love it. Gina. So uh, it's in LA. Uh, excuse me, in Vegas. Um, they are. Um, it's Sunday night football. Uh, currently, it's a two and a half point favorite wow. for KC. Um, yeah, I so think potentially a close game. Potentially, um, but I mean. I think that's just people, whoever's setting those lines, just really thinking that Vegas isn't a bad defense and that they're going to just continue to mess with Pat in the way that a lot of other teams have done this year. But, uh, you know, the Raiders are not an amazing team, and they're having issues off the field. They recently uh, had to release uh, both 2020 first-rounders, Henry Ruggs and uh, Arnett. And so... You know, th- there's just a lot going on there, especially yeah. since they also had to let, or, uh, I guess, Gruden, re- uh, I don't know if he quit or whatever, but he's not there anymore either. And so, um, that team's just, mess. yeah, that team's going through a lot of turmoil this year. And um, regardless, like Justin said, regardless of how Mahomes is playing or how the Chiefs are playing as a whole, it just doesn't seem like a good pick saying the Raiders win that game. And I'm not even going to say it's particularly close. I think that. This is one of the games for first time probably all year, other than like Washington, that the Chiefs win by a good little bit without it being, you know, sweating whether they're going to win or not. Okay, so let's see what happens. I agree. I say Chiefs win. Um, I say it's a little closer than not, not, not. Are you talking like up by 14 through the third quarter and then in the fourth quarter they make it? No, I think it's going to be a touchdown throughout the game. Okay. You know, seven-point spread. I don't think much. they win if it's like that. 
And I, I think I think you could almost go either way, but I'm gonna say the Chiefs get the win. Yeah, that's yeah. my gut. That's my gut. I think they're going into this game thinking it's the Raiders. It's a division rivalry. Uh, we've been really down. We've got to, you know, we're coming off a win. Granted, Rodgers didn't play, but they need this opportunity to get something going. And I say they take advantage of it. But I still say because it's a division rivalry, the Raiders play the Chiefs tough. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I don't know if that front seven for the Chiefs just finally got pissed off or if Spags started scheming things up di- differently, but they're finally getting some pressure on the QB, regardless of who it is. Yeah, it's not against necessarily the most elite O lines, but the Packers O line is far from like bottom of the league. And um, while the Giants O line is not particularly good uh, at this point, I mean, the way we had seen just no pressure for the first, like, uh, six weeks or whatever, uh, outside of maybe against, like, Washington. Uh, I, I think it's, regardless of who it was or all that, I think it's a great sign to see them finally getting some pressure on the QB because, uh, you know, as, as you know, anytime that's the case, uh, that really helps the linebackers and, uh, you know, secondary and coverage. So... I think as long as, you know, Ingram was a great add. Um, on the first drive of the game, uh, he got a club on uh, Love that caused an incompletion and in, uh, eventual fourth down. And so um, if the Chiefs continue to get pressure, I think this defense is going to benefit greatly from it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, fantasy top five. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, the week. Yeah, top five of the week. Uh, starting at number five, Nicholas Chubb running back for the Cleveland uh, Browns mm, with 29.3. Oh! Oh! We can't get Somebody get Nicholas oh! <laughs> Dirty bombs. That's not fair. That was the laptop. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, was it Nicholas Chubb? Nicholas Chubb running back for the Cleveland Browns. Number five. 29.3 points. Uh, and this is half PPR, by the way. Coming in number four is Justin Herbert, quarterback for the Chargers. A bear. With 31.6. Wow. Uh, I wish I had a quarterback like that. Don't you? Oh, you don't. <laughs> I uh, have. No. You had him and you I traded me yeah, yeah, this week. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> At number three, we've got Lamar Jackson, uh, quarterback for the Wow, two QBs Ravens, in the top five. 32.6. I love it. Uh, next up is Jonathan Taylor, running back for the Indianapolis Colts, 33 points. And number one is number James Conner. Yes, sir. And James Conner is with who? The Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. Yep. 37.8 points. Running back or receiver? Running back. Nice. So so three backs and – wait, was it two backs or – yeah. Three, three backs, backs and two, two quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Wow. And then if you take the quarterbacks out, you got Mixon in there. Uh and then uh, Elijah Moore in there. Nice. Are those running backs as well? Moore Nixon is a receiver. Nixon is a running back. Okay. Moore is a receiver. Beautiful. Okay. Fumble. 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 Fumble of the week. So which players failed to show up? Uh, CeeDee Lamb was a big one for sure. Not even four points. Um, what was he projected like 15. Wow. Um, and then wow. uh, it was by injury, That's but Edmonds. Rough. 
Edmonds got hurt on like the first or second drive of the game. Mm. Uh, high ankle sprain, expected to be out a couple I weeks. I, I I agree that it's part of the conversation if they if they get injured, but is it really part of the you know fumble? Right, if they get injured. The, the reason I say it is is because if you played them, it doesn't really matter if you are injured or not or if they got injured or not ultimately that's still someone that you realistically started and got you know he got Got he finished the game with point three um so you know anyone that didn't have less than a point well because i think he literally had one one run and got hurt (laughs) and so uh yeah i i think you know, yeah, it's not really fair to that player to be like, oh, he got hurt, but he was a huge uh, no-show. Um, but at the same time, it's like, does your fantasy team really care? Like, unless you had a super strong running back core, that dude was in the lineup. And a point three out of a key player is a tough way to try and win afterwards. Absolutely no heart. Okay, so what other players just dropped, I guess... Less than five points, maybe. Yeah, I mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned it before. But Amari Cooper, I have him in a few leagues, and I think I have him in my league. He definitely that just that that offense lost me um, two games, two fantasy games uh, this week. So Cooper putting up, I think three, four points or something like that. Really hurt. I lost by. I ended up losing by three points in one league because of that. So. Uh, he's definitely on my list. I had, <laughs> funny enough, I had Mason Crosby, the kicker for the uh, Packers, on two of my teams. Mm-hmm. He had one blocked. He missed one. So there's there's negative points in that. Uh, so all right, and and I don't I don't want to. Yeah, so at quarterback, I'll take them uh, off your hands if you really. Want <laughs> but me did to. you? See- Allen didn't play well, and Mahomes didn't play well. Those no, those are two no. guys that are. Where I guarantee I, top five plays and ranking QB rankings coming into the week. Uh, so that's that's always tough when you get a dud performance like that. Kelsey got seventeen point eight, so no complaints there, obviously. But check this out: I had Jay Connor. You didn't you on your didn't, bench? No, you. And, and it's interesting that you didn't mention him. I, we did. Oh, he was. He was number, he was number one. one. Oh, hey, I have him on my team. Yeah. <laughs> but did, did you play him? Yeah. So he made up for any discrepancies. So Gage is oh sorry. Gage Holy is uh yeah. second in our standings. Uh, I thought he was gonna like I was thinking I knew they played each other, and so I'm thinking, uh well, Gage is a game behind me now because coming into this week with being undefeated, he he was like six and two or whatever. Um I was like, Oh, he's seven and two now, he's only a game behind me, like this you know, I race for a week one of the playoffs by week could end up being closer than I thought. And I hopped on there and Gage scored like 90 points and uh, Leo here beat him by like 30. Yeah. No, and a uh, big part of that was courtesy finally. of Mr. James Connor. Yeah. I know I did make another fatal mistake though, which I'm a little embarrassed to well, say. Yeah. It's that you didn't replace Devonte Parker. Who's on not only out, but on the IR. <laughs> So he's out for multiple weeks. I'm telling you, I, I, 
I'm telling you, I looked. I checked. <laughs> not not I, in the I, right I, year, I, apparently. Yes, I'm, it just blows me away because I swear I looked, but obviously I didn't look. Yeah, but with fantasy football, you got to remember, it's always changing. Like, it might have shown That's until recently. Fair. Well, it might have shown until <laughs> recently that, or until right up until game time or close to it, that he was, uh, you know, ex- yeah. had at least a chance at playing and that's part of the struggle guys will be questionable sometimes until like two hours before their game and so that's why i say like 11 15 11 30 right before those noon kickoffs like yeah you got to check thursday afternoon to see if you have anyone playing in the thursday night game to see if they need to be in the lineup prior to that but other than that it's like just get on there sunday morning 10 a.m 11 ideally like after 11 a.m because that's when the report would for sure have come out but yeah i mean get on there just set an alarm 11 a.m every sunday Get in there and make sure you're not playing anybody that's either now on IR or out for that game. I'm at mass at that time. That is problematic. <laughs> okay. With that said... Maybe the any- Lord will save your lineup. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm. <laughs> any, any superstars up and coming, climbing the ladder, making their way through the ranks that we failed to mention and should mention? I kind of related to this topic. I have a dilemma coming up with my lineup this week where we've got an up-and-coming rookie receiver, Rashad Bateman, uh, for the Baltimore Ravens, whether or not I should play him on a Thursday night game instead of, I think, who who are the guys that I'm trying to sort between? And this is in our FNS league. All right, so let's, let's, it is or is not. What are you saying? Is it in the listener list? It is. Okay. So let's see what the dilemma looks like, and let's hear what Gene's recommendation is and so what you your gut says. Bateman in the mix. Emmanuel Sanders in the mix. Who do the Bills play? Crowder in the mix. Bills play Jets. Okay. Um, you, oh. Brian Edwards in the mix against KC. Okay. Well, right off the bat, I got to say my initial thought is, is that Sanders, when the Bills have shown up, Sanders has been a big part of that offense this year and coming off a really poor performance and then playing against a bad Jets team, I got to think that Josh Allen comes out making up for this last week, slinging the ball. Yeah, um, It's tempting to go with Bateman. I don't think the Dolphins are going to give the Ravens much of a fight, but you know, Hollywood Brown really is that team's focal point on offense and uh, at receiver. And, uh, you know, Mark Andrews is definitely the clear second uh, at tight end. And so, you know, you have to look at Bateman, high upside or not, uh, you know, he is that team's clear third option for receiving options. And so, uh, yeah, I think Sanders is pretty clearly the Bills' uh, number two right now. And I would argue, um, like I said before, playing the Jets, uh, you probably expect the Bills to come out uh, you know, pretty pissed off after laying an egg this week against Jacksonville. So, Justin, thoughts? It seems like you agree. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's how I have it lined up right now. I just, you know, the Thursday games are tempting because I want to see someone. I want to root for something on a Thursday, which makes me sometimes 
do it instead of not thinking, really thinking about it. Uh, I very much get that struggle. <laughs> it is uh, very real. I've done it far too many times just to spice up a bad Thursday night matchup. And that's what we've got here. Uh, we don't oh, even so you're know. Saying play someone so you can. Yeah, just be uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. It's that's the only game before Sunday, and so yeah. you kind of if it's like not it. a great matchup, you kind of find yourself being like, oh, should I play this guy just to make it somewhat watchable, yeah, being the only game until Sunday? And you know, I found that you more often. Junkies. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. addicted to the NFL. There's no doubt. Got um, it. I, like I, I found more often than not, you got to just go with your gut and avoid uh, those Thursday night games. Uh, the, the pace of playing them is just not that great with it being the only game. and um, They seem to be lower scoring than a lot of games. Uh, yeah, like we saw this past week, with Thursday, that uh, Jets Colts was like thirty to forty five, which is just so high scoring for a Thursday night game. Right. But uh, depending on that, uh, it just is not a great move in my opinion. Got it. So moving over to WFP weekly fantasy performance: Justin versus Gene, Gene versus Justin. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go ahead. Uh, I was three and three. Oh, whoops. Three and three. <laughs> I whoops. went ahead and made a boo-boo on my laptop. Okay. That's gross. So, <laughs> it didn't smell, though. All right. So three and three. Justin, how did you do? Uh, three and three. Whoa. So we had another tie. Yeah. Oh, I love We're it. spicy like that. This is one of those weeks where it could have been another week where it could have been five. Uh, yeah, I'll say it could have been five and one. So, like I said, Amari yeah, I'll Cooper. I'll be honest. It could not me. have been for me. <laughs> okay. So, so, so this is the third week you guys tied. Week one tied at four uh, all. Week five tied four. Week nine tie at three. So, so fewer wins in week nine. I don't know if that means anything, but... It means um, everything. <laughs> true, as far as overall wins are concerned. However, um, I know one of the things that we had mentioned that we would keep an eye on was Gene's perfect record. Gene, how did you do in the listener league, that is? How you know, did you do this done, uh, I got that first L of the year you in the listener league. Um, yes, I did lose <laughs> to Alicia. Uh, you know, she had some injuries early on in the year, and I do think uh, that her team, you know, is going to be able to give a real great run to myself and anyone else in serious contention come playoff time. Uh, but, yeah, I, I lost in there. But uh, on the bright side, in uh, another league I'm in where we had an undefeated team remaining, I was the one to beat them. And uh, so, you know, I lost an undefeated team this week. But I also, uh, you know, gave the first loss to an undefeated team in another league oh, this week. Cool. So, yeah, you know, um, if that's the Give cost a little, of take a little. I needed the win a lot more in the team in the league where I beat the undefeated team remaining. Right. So uh, if that's the cost of getting that win in there, uh, I, I'll say it's a good trade. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, Justin, how did the week shake out for you overall? As expected or not as expected? As expected. Okay. All right. So three and three. All right. Highest points score. Highest points score of the week. 
in the listener of the league. Wee, 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 wee. I think it was Roopstick. Really? How many points? That sounds very possible and likely, as it was a funky week. And uh, yeah, it was just a weird week overall. And Justin is right, one hundred and forty-four point four four. That's funny, four four point four four. You don't see that very much. Wow, interesting. But it almost sounded like you were kind of giving him a dig or a knock on his fantasy abilities. Uh, when was this? Just a few moments ago when you said, <laughs> interestingly enough, it was Roostick or something of that matter. Well, you know, I think there are definitely <laughs> better teams in the league, but nothing against his fantasy ability. Got Let it. me tell you, this dude, <laughs> this dude's defense had 19 points. Whoa, seriously? I had <laughs> negative. My defense. Are you kidding? How does that even happen? Hey, your defense, defense went negative, negative two. And you still won. You got to take pride in that. Wait, so seriously, <laughs> Kyle's defense had 19? Yeah. That happens, how, how, yeah. But how does that happen? I'm serious. They scored. How does that happen? A defensive touchdown. Or the, I think they, they must have had more than one. Kick back. No, just one. Three interceptions. Oh, wow. So, so yeah. and was one of those a pick six, possibly? Probably. Wow. I didn't watch that game. I didn't know game, defenses so. could score that many points. Well, kudos to him. What defense is that? That is New England. Whoa. That's incredible. So kudos to him. I love it. I had no clue. That's but like, to Gene's point, uh-oh. he played Robbie Anderson. I don't think that dude's even rosterable. Uh, but he had one point. Well, that's more points than my IR guy. So well. <laughs> not, not by anywhere near as much more as it should have been for one of them actually playing. Fair enough. Okay. So any matchups, and maybe maybe it's too hard to tell, uh, but Gene and I play this coming week, um, and we can't see projections just yet, correct? No, okay. we can't. Okay. Where, where do you see that? You haven't even set your lineup, you so you're projected. You're down by 70. Yeah, you're projected Holy 70 less, but uh, that'll drop to like 35, 40, when, uh, probably like 40 when you set your lineup. <laughs> wow. But I, I don't even know where you see that just yet. I go to matchup. Scoreboard. Go to scoreboard. Well, fortunately for us, we'll have plenty of time at dinner to discuss it. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So, with that said, until next week, FNS. 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 Yeah.